0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett Martin. I am an alcoholic, and I am grateful for the connections I'm making in my sobriety. As of this recording, I am 277 days sober, and today I'm reflecting on a topic I chose for my home group last night that went so well, I thought I'd share it with all of you. Yes, I have been uh, chairing our leading meetings in Wednesdays in my home group, and this past week I chose from pages 37 and 38 in the big book the following tale of the jaywalker. Uh, In it, it says, Our behavior is as absurd and incomprehensible with the respect to the first drink as that of an individual with a passion, say, for jaywalking. He gets a thrill out of skipping in front of fast-moving vehicles. He enjoys himself for a few years in spite of friendly warnings. Up to this point you would label him a foolish chap with having queer ideas of fun. Luck then deserts him and he is slightly injured several times in succession. You would expect him, if he were normal, to cut it out. Presently he is hit again and this time as a fractured skull. Within a week after leaving the hospital, a fast moving trolley car breaks his arms. He tells you he has decided to stop jaywalking for good, but in a few weeks he breaks both legs. I'm through the years, This conduct continues, accompanied by his continual promises to be careful or to keep off the streets altogether. Finally, he can no longer work, his wife gets a divorce, and he is held up to ridicule. He tries every known means to get the jaywalking idea out of his head. He shuts himself up in an asylum, hoping to mend his ways, but the day he comes out, he races in front of a fire engine, which breaks his back. Such a man would be crazy, wouldn't he? You may think our illustration is too ridiculous, but is it? We, who have been through the ringer, have to admit if we substituted alcoholism or any addiction for jaywalking, the illustration would fit exactly. However intelligent we may have been in other respects, where alcohol has been involved, we have been strangely insane. It's strong language, but isn't it true? And that is the reading. I first had to get over the fact when I shared this with the group that a half of them being from New York were like, well, actually, jaywalking can be quite efficient under circumstances as long as you're doing it safely, which just had me laughing because, I mean, how oftentimes did we try and tell ourselves that with alcohol? But once we got over that, you know, the idea of the jaywalker is something I identified with because they enjoyed it so much at first and they didn't have any problems. And while I certainly have my own definition of queer ideas of fun, the, the they all usually did seem to involve getting drunk back in the day. And I was constantly searching for the thrill that occurred those first few times I drank without any con Even when luck began to desert me, and I began to see those consequences and issues for my drinking, I would still actively ignore those signs and signals and tell myself it was still all good, and I would constantly be chasing what it was like. You know, this man, as... As the injuries progress and things are getting worse for him, he's not doing it because it hurts. He does it because he keeps on chasing that high, so to speak, of those first few times when everything was fine. And that's what it was like for me when I was drinking. Uh, The consequences with drinking progress in a similar way with me as they did with his injuries in the story. He didn't get hit by a bus the first time he jaywalked. Each time it got a little bit worse. Meanwhile, with my drinking, the fallout from my actions continued to get worse. Sure, I wasn't hit by a bus each time, and there were even times where I drank without any consequences. But overall, it was a steady downward slope whenever I was drinking and did have those consequences. It never got better. You know, I never went to have a horrible consequence to then have one that wasn't so bad at all. And my actions when I drank did go against all logic, like with the jaywalk. The story ends with, however intelligent we may have been in other respects, where alcohol has been involved, we've been strangely insane. I'd like to pride myself as a smart person the majority of the time, but the thoughts that I have about alcohol have always been absurd. Even in my sobriety, knowing everything I've learned over the past nine months or so, I occasionally have wild urges to drink that defy all logic, you know, I've learned tools under my belt to help me fight those urges. I played the tape forward. I know it's not worth it. I know it's not going to lead anywhere. Well, but you know, it still doesn't help that when I see someone like spill a bottle of wine, like to gasp because they're like, how dare they spill wine? Or if someone's leaving a half drink glass at dinner, just be like on our way out, I could just finish that glass. You know, these are, in, you know, Not smart ideas, they're not realistic ones, and it's the devil on my shoulder that's always going to be there. I just now have the tools to be able to help stop myself from doing those crazy things. And that's the one thing I've learned in my recovery is that there are, whether it's a 12-step program, therapy, finding a community online, working other programs, or some sort of amalgam of all of these things, there are solutions. Over the past week, I've recorded almost 10 interviews, and they all show that there is more than one way to get sober. Some people use the program, some people use other programs, some people just use Connection, some people did it with a friend. You'll be hearing these various stories over the coming weeks, and I look forward to sharing them with you, but the moral of what I've gotten from this past week of interviews is that whatever method works best for you, hold on to it. And if you try something that's not working for you, try something new. But there are so many different ways to get and stay sober. So I hope that through this podcast and through these interviews, you'll find some methods that will help you. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Please rate and review if you've found this information helpful. If you're interested in sharing your story, getting involved with the show, or just saying hi, please email me at gayapodcast at gmail.com. I'd also love to hear what you think about the Jay Walker story, and be sure to follow us wherever you're listening so you can get new episodes when they come out every Monday and Thursday. And until that time, stay sober, friends.